guys, my name is Destiny J, and I am the host of the Parlay Podcast. Parlay Podcast. On this show, we talk about random stuff that's happening in the world, and it could be anything. But today, we're going to talk about LeBron opening a school, the Drake and my feelings, all that madness, YG, and uh, the Stand Your Ground Law, because these are some things that need to be talked about. So, thank you guys for tuning in for yet another episode of The Parlay with Destiny J, and I am your host, Destiny J. So, without further ado, we're going to... Start this thing off by uh, talking about LeBron James. So, by the time you guys listen to this, it'll be about a week since LeBron James has opened his school in Akron, Ohio. It's called the I Promise School. So, um, the purpose of the school is to give at-risk children, which I don't even know what the fuck at-risk children means. At risk of what? Um, but at-risk. At children the opportunity to go to a school to help better their home situation and their academic situations um as they may be you know failing or not come from you know troubled backgrounds or whatever but my whole thing is how how do you choose there are 240 students that attend lebron james's school um And I just want to know, like, how do you choose? Like, what type of information do you have to divulge to get your child into this school? Now, don't get it twisted. It's a joint venture with the public school system. So it's not exactly, fully, totally his school. It's like just a school that he's affiliated with. But let's not get it twisted. Um, it's the same curriculum. It's the same thing. But I just found it interesting um, because the first thing that came to my mind was Dr. Umar. So for those of you who are just now tuning in or may not have listened to me from the beginning, if you check out episode 16, that was my interview that I did with Dr. Umar regarding the school that he wanted to start. Um, There are some major differences that I just wanted to point out before y'all start shitting on Dr. Umar because of everything that's going on in the media. Now, do I agree with the way that he handled the funds for you know, what he was trying to do. No, I think that there's more than one way to skin a cat. And I feel like his only issue, his meaning Dr. Umar, his only issue was that he kind of set his heights a little too high, you know, for what he was, you know, advocating and what he was trying to do. So I'll just go over some differences. Um, I did like a compare and contrast situation. So Dr. Umar's school, he wanted his own curriculum. So he wanted to have control over what is taught in the school. Whereas LeBron James, he uses the curriculum of the public schools in Akron, Ohio. Major difference because that means at LeBron's school, they're still teaching the same old shit, meaning they're not teaching really about black history as it would be taught in Dr. Umar's school. 
his, you know, imaginary school because he doesn't have one. So it's fair to say that. Um, but that's a major difference when you are able to control what your children ingest uh, mentally. That's always a great thing. But as far as LeBron James school goes, no, it's not happening. Um, Dr. Umar's school was going to be solely crowdfunded until he can get the funding from the government. And in LeBron's situation, he was a primary donor. So, you know, he didn't really have to go through as much, you know, to advocate for his school because hell, he used his own money. Um, another difference in Dr. Umar's school is that it was he was gonna start out with the boys only and you were going to have to stay there on the campus. And LeBron's school is co-ed, so boys and girls can go there. Um, like I just said, on-campus living versus, you know, you go back to the same at-risk environment with LeBron's school. So I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that all the hoopla is necessary. I think that it's great that, you know, LeBron is, is trying to give back to his community. Um, Dr. Umar's school, he was going to teach the children skills and trades, you know, I don't necessarily, I, I, you know, with the research that I've done, I didn't find any of that, um, in LeBron's school because it's the same curriculum and the curriculum had to be approved by the board. Um, they shitted on Dr. Umar because of the way that he spoke about black liberation. And a part of the black liberation is to feel free and to be free to talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. Now, we all know that, you know, there are certain things that you can and cannot say if you don't want to attract attention or if you want attention from a certain demographic of people, meaning white people. So, you know, they hated him. White people hated him and they were not going to help him. And of course, any first sign that they can take his ass out, they did. Um, with Dr. Umar's school, he was, he was teaching more so about how to live, you know, how to live amongst people, how to treat your children, you know, when they go to school, how to handle certain situations. Because education has only gotten us so far. We're still talking about people being the first black this, the first black that, the first male black this. And with all the education that we've gotten from them, we're just now being able to succeed in their world. And that was the major difference between what I see with Umar's school versus what I see with LeBron James' school. Um, because I doubt that they're teaching that. The the little clip I saw when he went to go visit the school was just sprinkled with lily white faces, which there's no there's not a problem with that, but it's just that you weren't gonna see that in Dr. Umar's school. We've been able to do all these things from beginning of time, but we were never taught in the school system that we were capable of doing great things. They don't even teach that. They don't even include it in the curriculum. So because they don't teach that, this is why we need our own. And this is why I agree with the information that Dr. Umar um, was giving out. Now, you know, did he handle it properly? Probably not, because he probably wouldn't be in the situation that he is today. 
Um, but it doesn't change the fact that the information was valid and it still is valid and it's still, you can use it to today. The education system is a system that works for white people because they created it. If not, why are there so many people with degrees that don't have a place to work or they're, or they're working at places like Walmart or the mall? It works for them, not, not really for us, you know, because they always manage to tell us no. So congrats to LeBron, you know, but I don't really feel like it's as big of a deal as people are making it. So now y'all know y'all's president had to get involved with it, which I don't fucking know why, but um, he went on to tweet, LeBron James was just interviewed by the dumbest man on television, Don Lemon. He made LeBron look smart, which, is, which isn't easy to do. I like Mike. Which, who the fuck? Who asked? Who asked you? Donald Trump, why are you always doing petty ass shit? And Don Lemon responded, who's the real dummy? A man who puts kids in classrooms or one who puts kids in cages? Now, that 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 that's that's a clap back for your ass, you know, because that that is facts. You know, like what the fuck? Like this is what you're doing, but you want people to listen to you. Pretty much I I Nobody takes um, Donald Trump seriously, and I think he knows that, and I think that that's the reason why he's able to just spew out his racist, bigoted remarks whenever he gets ready, because he knows, you know, it's cool. Nobody cares. It's all right. I ain't with that shit, but I know that y'all care about this shit, so that's why I talk about it. But I, I would be totally fine without talking about this for the rest of my days, because it's it's stupid. I had to take a breather. I had to drink me some water because this shit is crazy. So moving on, we're going to talk about YG. This is important because it's YG, you know, everything he does is important, right? It's like, no, it's not, but it is. So YG is pissed over the fact that Colin Kaepernick's name was deleted from um, his song, Big Bank featuring uh, Big Sean. Now, this was featured on the 2019 soundtrack of the Madden NFL game. Uh, they come out with them every year. Um, this just happens to be 2019 and it comes out on the 10th of August, but they had some pre-release copies or advanced copies floating around in which people were noticing that in Big Sean's verse where he mentioned um, Colin Kaepernick, they pretty much took it out like it was a curse word. Like, bleep. Like, it was just deleted. So, Big Sean was pissed. YG was pissed because they they freaking basically defaced the song, you know, and, and made it uh, acceptable for whites because of what Colin Kaepernick stands for. So Big Sean went to say that it's disappointing and appalling at the NFL and at EA took Kaepernick's name out of my verse on Big Bank for Madden 19. Like it was a curse word. When he's not a curse, he's a gift. Nobody from my team approved any of this. So basically, 
why the fuck did y'all do this without telling nobody? Now, what I do understand about these corporations and about, you know, your involvement with these corporations is that they can do what the fuck they want to do. So if I were to say, yeah, you can, you know, be a guest on my show, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to put out what I want to put out. I'm not going to ask you because this is my shit. And I think that a lot of people are in this mind frame, a lot of black people that they should be included. You know, white people are going to do what the fuck they want to do with their establishments. And there's nothing that you can do about it. I understand that from the perspective of being right, it should have been mentioned. It should have been talked about with them, but we don't live in that type of world. And we live in a world where we're just merely not respected. Big Sean and YG are considered entertainers and nothing more than that. And that's how they treated them. So for them to be upset, I understand why, but I also don't understand why they would feel like it should be fair because it's not going to be fair. This country is not fair. The The reason why Colin Kaepernick was even taken out of the game, which was last year, they took him out of the game completely, was because they don't get down with the fact that blacks deserve to be treated equal in this country. That's That's what Kaepernick stood for and still stands for to this day. Kaepernick don't even give a fuck. He's been white ball, black ball, whatever you, the fuck you want to call it. But, but he stands firm in his belief that this country ain't shit and this country needs to do better. So, I mean, and by the way, if you guys are just, uh, you know, getting hip to me, I also did a episode with attorney Griggs, which is one of the attorneys that was working on um, his case as far as him being able to play for the NFL again. It's episode la, 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 30. I think it's episode 30 with attorney Griggs. So Colin still attempts to bring awareness to the social injustices of people, black people, especially black and brown people. Um, in this country and the NFL hates it fucking Papa John's pizza hates it um, Starbucks apparently hates it which by the way I have not drank Starbucks since that whole incident with the two black men that were arrested for no fucking reason trying to use the bathroom and shit I haven't drank Starbucks y'all should be very proud of me because that was a daily thing for me I went there daily and spent $2.67 on my tea daily but episode 30 and I specifically asked um, Attorney Griggs, what happens if they don't put him back to work? They don't put Colin back to work. What happens? And his, well, y'all just have to listen to see what he his response was. But yes, moving on to the best. I saved the best for last because it's the best, Drake. Everybody knows that um, I'm the biggest Drake fan in the world. Um, his last album, Scorpion, was okay to me. I think I liked four songs. Maybe five. You know, because the more you listen to shit, like, the more it grows on you. But um, the In My Feelings Challenge was so cute. I love seeing the videos of the different people doing them. Will Smith was dope. He went through great measures to achieve uh, 
his challenge and but it was dope so shiggy if y'all don't know who he is um he's the dude that be doing the little skits and he spits a lot um he did one where meek mill got out and he was uh rapping dreams and nightmares out the sunroof of a window and it was spit flying everywhere um, and in June, he did the In My Feelings challenge, but I don't think he knew it was a challenge, but maybe he did. I don't know. Um, and since then, white people have taken it way too far and have started getting hit by cars and seriously injured and shit. So once again, black people, we can't have shit because people don't know how to fucking act and people always want to take shit too far and not do what the fuck they're supposed to do. Um, doing the fucking most, which is stupid. It never fails. They, they do it. This is America. You remember the white girl that tried to do the cover? The re- fuck that whole shit up. They just always take our shit and then just water it down. And then now it ain't it ain't fun no more. So I counted at least thirteen viral videos where people have, and it's mostly white people. It was a couple black people in there, but um, the one black dude that uh, that got hit by the car. He was shooting and shit, so that was straight. I, he didn't look seriously injured, but 13 videos of, of people getting hit by cars, mostly white people. Um, the video just came out not too long ago. I really liked the video. Um, I thought it was really cute. I thought that Drake including Shiggy in the video and giving him props for making his song hot, which really, before the Shiggy... Before Shiggy did the challenge, I that was one of the best songs on the album anyway. Um, so I just think that it's cool that Drake gave him his props because you don't see a lot of that. Most of the time, people just take the credit and then they don't get paid for nothing. And that's just it. But he's been hanging around Drake and he's been in the video. And, you know, he's he's gotten his verified check on Instagram. And so we're very proud of him. He's taken his you know, videos to another level and been able to reach a whole nother audience of people, which is great. Um, That's always a blessing. So congrats, Shiggy, on that. Q, A, email, DM. Q, A, email, DM. All right, all right, all right. I have to keep drinking water because it's hot out here. It's hot. It's hot as shit. Anyways, this is the part of the show where I read emails or DMs sent to me. So if you guys have any questions, you can email me at parlaywithdes. That's P-A-R-L-E-Y-W-I-T-H-D-E-S at gmail.com. Or you can DM me if you find me on the internet. And I may read your question or your comment aloud on the show. So without further ado... Um, today's question is, is it enough in 2018 when people apologize for doing you wrong? So is it enough in 2018 for people to just apologize when they've done you wrong? Now I have to break, I have to break it down. I always try to break it down so you guys can get a better understanding of the words that we're using. So today's word that we're using is apology or apologize. And the definition, the dictionary definition is a regretful acknowledgement of an offense or failure to a person, right? To a person, a place or thing, something, whatever. 
So I've, I had to break this question down and I had to look at it from a myriad of different perspectives to really make sure that I cover um, the most important parts. Now, when people apologize, a lot of times people apologize and they think that, you know, you're not supposed to bring it up anymore. You're not supposed to say this. You're not supposed to do that. You're just supposed to forget about it. Not allowing you to heal. Now, I think apologies or I'm um, sorry's or my bads are reserved for shit like if you step on somebody's toe or you, you know, you accidentally touch something that's not yours or, you know, is a it was a, it's a true accident, right? Like, oh, my bad. Like, oh, I accidentally bumped into you. My bad. I didn't see you. Things like that, right? Now, you can, those are easy fixes. Say, you know, I apologize, my bad, you know, you good, and move on, you know, because those were like really true accidents, right? But when you have somebody do something intentionally to you, that puts this whole situation in another ballgame. Let's use, for example, I hit you, you know, or I wasn't looking and I ran over something that you love, your child, your dog, whatever. Now, is an apology going to fix that? Seriously, do you believe that an apology can just fix that? No, it's not. I mean, you can understand how a person could do it, but apology ain't going to fix that shit. It's not. It's not going to bring whatever it is back. It's not going to fix it. Sometimes I I hear of instances where people apologize and then when the other person that is the victim here um, doesn't want to deal with them, then they get mad because the person doesn't want to deal with them. When in all actuality, you're not giving people enough time to heal and enough time to process what it is that they want to do or what direction that they want to go in. It's a personal choice whether a person wants to deal with you or not after you've done them wrong. So let's say, for instance, you're like, I only told one lie and I don't understand why she getting mad over one lie, you know, and she don't want to deal with me over one lie. But in this instance, it's not the lie that you told because you don't know this woman could have been lied to all her life and the breaking point was you lying to her and, and she feel like she can't do this no more. So it's not necessarily you, it's your actions. Sometimes you won't get a second chance. Niggas is not getting second chances out this bitch anyway, you know? If somebody in Target did you wrong, would you continue to shop with them? Would you continue to go there and spend your money? No, you wouldn't. You would go somewhere else where you feel appreciated and where you feel like they, you know, want you to be there. It's the same thing with people. If people continuously do shit to you that's purposely done, it's, you know, malicious and it's intentional, would you still continue to deal with those people? 
Probably not, but a lot of us do for whatever reason. And sometimes, you know, you just have to be mindful of what you're doing. People's past experiences really can determine the outcome of a situation and it can make it bigger than what it is. But you have to consider that when you're doing shit to people. An apology in this case would just be a start. But when you do shit on purpose, it's a whole nother ball game. Sometimes, you know, a sorry, sometimes we won't ever heal from people apologizing or we won't ever heal from the act that was taken or that was done to us. And unfortunately, that's how some situations are. There's, there are a ton of situations where a sorry just won't fix it. And you have to understand that if a person doesn't ever want to heal from it or a person can't heal from it, that's on them. You cannot force somebody to heal from something that you did. If sorry is enough, why do we have jails? Why do we have the death penalty? A mistake is something a sorry might be able to fix. Maybe just kind of depends. But if something was done intentionally, a sorry is followed by actions of you actually being sorry, meaning you won't do it again, or you're, you're, you're making a, an additional effort to make it right. And you have to give people their, their space and their time to heal because a sorry is not going to fix certain shit. You know, people aren't getting second chances. It's just, you have to give people their time. If a person chooses not to ever deal with you again because you've wronged them in some sort of way, they're entitled to that and you can't say shit. So you shouldn't say shit because you cannot um, dismiss somebody else's feelings when you've done them wrong. So that is just my um, opinion about people being sorry and saying sorry. And it was an old saying that one of my friends used to say to me when I was little, sorry is for sorry niggas, say you apologize. But an apology is followed by action. It's followed by, you know, you're not gonna do it again. You know, do you forget, am I forgiven? Sometimes you just gotta take the L and leave people the fuck alone and not ever deal with them for the rest of your life because that unfortunately, is what leads to, you know, when people do shit, stay away from them. You're doing shit to people and you're not really sorry, stay away from them, leave them alone. Easy fix, right? Right. So like I said before, if you guys have any questions or anything that you want me to address on this show, you can email me. And uh, yeah, I'm done with this part. All right, I don't have to tell you what this segment is. Y'all already know. Um, so a few weeks ago, it's about two weeks now, um, I was in between shows, of course, because this show only comes out twice a month or, you know, bi-weekly or whatever, however you want to call it. So in between this show and my last show, um, Marquise McLaughlin, McLaugh, 
McLaughlin, well, I apologize if I'm not saying this right, um, but he was fatally shot because his girlfriend was parked in a handicap in front of a small convenience store in Clearwater, Florida. And uh, a man named Michael Draco was, I guess, in the vicinity, and he didn't—he had a huge problem with it and confronted the woman. And so he came out, and he was with his son in the store while the confrontation was happening uh, between Draco and uh, McLaughlin's girlfriend. And so he pushed the man down, but then as the man fell down, he reached for his gun, pulled out his gun, and then shot him. And uh, just recently, I read that because of this stupid-ass stand-your-ground law, um, Draco will not be charged. So my feelings on this and my thoughts is that they need to fucking throw this whole goddamn state away. I live in the state of Florida, <clears throat> and it's just it's just terrifying to think about if somebody doesn't like something that you do, they can just easily shoot you and then just use the stand your ground law, much like how we saw with Trayvon Martin. I thought that that probably would have been the last instance of that because it was just so blatant. But this court system is fucked up, as we know, um, you know, because we are people of color. Most of us that listen to this, they might be some white people that listen to this, but you know, they're the white people that do listen to the show are probably um, more well-rounded and more aware. But um, this law isn't for us. Uh, it's for them, entitled white people that feel like it's okay to just kill black people in the street in cold blood and say that, you know, they were harmed. And really, Draco was the antagonist in this whole situation because he didn't have no business saying nothing to that woman about where she was parked. How long do you think that they would have been in that convenience store? Not very long at all, right? It's a convenience store. And he was there just to get a fucking candy bar, which I don't even understand how any of this is justified. But we need to throw this whole fucking law away, throw this whole goddamn state away and just be done with it. Because I'm sick of it. It's so, it just saddens me that we this is still happening. It is still happening. This has been happening for forever. And it's still happening. Sandra Bland fucked me up. And it still fucks me up. And I'm still like very, very hurt about what happened to her and all the people before and after. That was my first time ever, you know, witnessing police treatment, especially towards a black woman. I just don't think that it's right. Draco is not even the police. He's just a regular fucking person that thought it's okay to shoot a black man and kill him in cold blood. Now, may I don't know if he intended on killing him. I don't know, but when you shoot somebody in the fucking stomach, nine times out of ten, they're gonna die. I don't know. I don't. It doesn't. I don't have to shoot somebody to know that. Um, that's just common sense. That's not so common. But anyways, wrapping up this show. I thank you guys again for joining me and listening to me talk and all this good stuff and. Until next time, just remember, Kendrick Lamar told us that every nigga is a star. Bye.